You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening with Nick Kunzer from Sandnam Private Wealth. You sent me a piece of work last night. You were obviously bored, Nick, and it started evening all. That was the introduction. <laughs> and I don't know if you remember a program in the United Kingdom called Dixon of Doc Green from the 1970s. I think it was, and he used to start. He was a policeman. He used to say evening all. But anyway. Evening all. <laughs> yeah, I'm just reminiscing a bit. But the story behind the evening all was very disturbing to me. Please go on before we get onto the markets. Yes, I mean, it, it, I was actually, I've been following with with interest. I like following the sort of um, uh, the sort of the, the the cycles in a market, and, and I think for us, it's it's almost uh, more important in the fundamental analysis is is the market timing, and that's what that's the key thing that you want to get right in this game when you trade as well. And uh, it's been concerning me now. After we had our conversation last night with with David and yourself, it was concerning me that it feels like this market is is literally moving on pure speculation. There's very little news flow that anyone understands. And I started to dig around a little bit, and I started to come across the new listings on the NASDAQ, which caught my attention. Yes. And the one that I sent you last night um, was on the back of a, of a company which is named after of Tesla, the first name Nikola, um, uh, Nikola Tesla, the Russian. Uh, and uh, <laughs> they do electric trucks. So jumping on the bandwagon of Tesla being electric cars, these guys do electric trucks. They came to the market's, uh, on Thursday, they reversed listed into an old uh, formerly listed company. And since then, the stock has, has gone parabolic. It's up 150-odd percent. The thing that caught my attention was the market cap of this this uh, startup platform for electric trucks. They haven't produced one truck yet. It's all digital images. They haven't sold one truck. They haven't produced one truck. So what you're it's doing is you're, you're selling drawings, in other words. He's selling drawings, and and the 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 CEO tweeted out saying they've got eight thousand orders, which prompted the the stock to jump another hundred percent. But there's no deposits, there's no formal obligation. You just put your you tweet back that you want an order. This is pure drawings. The stock gave it a market cap of thirty five billion dollars after three days of trading, which now makes it worth more than Ford Motors of the U.S. It has not sold one car. Sorry, it hasn't even made a car. That actually, I looked at this and I just said, I've got to send this piece out because it, I've been concerned about the speculation. That was almost like, I wonder if we'll look back at that listing and, and, and reminisce and say that was almost the canary in the coal mine. Well, you, you know what? I can remember in the late 1990s when I worked for a financial services company in Johannesburg, the company brought so-called tech companies to the JSC Securities Exchange. And typically, the IPO price, the initial public offering price, would be two rand a share. And it would open at three rand a share. And we all had our, our little stake. And inevitably, we sold it uh, because we were allowed to, or some of it. And I just looked at the companies that we, we, we brought to market. There was one that was to do with it was to do with something that you stuck on your body to relieve pain. It was some kind of um, muscle relaxant or something like that. And it, it was a two-round IPO. It came in at 350. Everybody wanted it because everybody else wanted it. It was pathetic. Mm. And it seems to me that the same thing is happening. It's like wedding weddingplanner.com or whatever they want, the, or or pets.com, a company that that's right. That was the, sold, that was the poster child. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's it sold pet food online uh, because online was the was was the latest thing, and now it just seems to me that this is being replicated in spectacularly more elaborate fashion now. 
Exactly, and and more real time, you know, because everyone, it's it just that that's what concerns me. I've just noticed a real escalation in this, and uh, there was another one yesterday. As the Nasdaq hit a new high, broke through ten thousand. Yes, we had another debut yesterday, a debut as the Aussies say, uh, of a company called Vroom, as in Vroom, as in the car. Oh yeah, they are an on they are a used car sales online platform. So <laughs> it's an online platform for selling used cars. Uh, the, show, the IPO was priced at $18. First trade was $40. Closed at $48, valuing the company at $5.8 billion. This sells used course, cars, yeah? Sells used cars. And it's sticking with the theme, it's never made a profit. What can I do to put you in this car today, Mr. Kunza? That's, the, yeah, so, so, that's so almost like the, the, company, the company slogan. <laughs> Yeah, so for me, Lindsay, it's just getting to the point. When I see this coming through, when, I start, when you start seeing the retail speculation coming in, um, and we spoke about that last night, um, for me, it's it's a it's something that shouldn't be ignored. Uh, and, and yes, very little people understand what's going on with this pandemic and how it opens up and who opens up and who doesn't open up. But for me, this, when the sector of the market starts getting hot, like the new IPOs in retail and online, um, I just think of history as a guide. It's time to be a little bit cautious. So, you know, use it, don't use it. But it is, it's something I don't think that should be ignored. The problem is it could go, could go on for another couple of years, just like it did Absolutely. in the late 1990s. 100%. We could be talking about this in 2022. Mm. Um, but, but as I said, you know, for, for listeners out there, people in this market, you know, these, these typical events are, you know, they tend to be, signaling that we're nearing the top of a certain cycle, whether this is an IPO boom cycle, whether it's the NASDAQ breaking 10,000 as a warning. But as you said, you know, I'm not going to call it top. Um, I'm just going to be cautious, that's all. Very good indeed. Good advice. Uh, Signia came out with its numbers today. I'm just looking at the Stock Exchange News Service mm. announcements. Signia's results for the six months ended 31st of March. The share price up a couple of percent. Um, like her or loathe her, she's a charismatic figure, Magda Vizichka. Yeah, I thought it was a cracking set of numbers. I actually put a tweet out and that came out. Because the first thing that caught my eye was, was thankfully, you know, a financial company on the JSC deciding to pay a dividend and, and paying a decent dividend, 40 cents a share. So 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 congrats to her and her business. Um, I think the shareholders will be happy with that. You know, it's, it's, it's nice to see. So that was the first thing that caught my eye. And also, under the current environment, um, to increase assets under management, uh, quite substantially. Uh, but granted, this is until the 31st of March. Um, mm. As I put that little caveat there. But still, nevertheless, uh, nothing to be taken away from it. A solid set of numbers and well done. Nice set. Well, actually, since the results were collated, they've probably done better given what the market has done. So maybe, it, in fact, these numbers are understating the case. Exactly. It could very much be the same. Very much so. And, and, and I guess I always like looking at the screens. And as you see, on a day like today, where it's really much, it's a bit of a soggy day in the red you know her shares up a little bit and i think that's a, it's a nice reflection i think it's a good result yes well done to them um still way off its highs but on the other hand way off its lows as well uh, in fact uh, while i get my spot prices up could you maybe give me a, a potted history of signia over the last couple of years lows and highs yeah well, let's do that so let's have a look here you know, it's been a wild ride for for these particular shares but i guess there's been a lot like this as well mm. so Signia shares right now, so the live price is up 3.46%. It's yes. uh, trading at 100, let's call it 12 bucks. Um, if this is the 52 week high um, currently, um, it is, let's look back over time, it had a low of 6.54. Okay, so it's um, doubled. That is doubled. 
Um, and if I look back, it was as high as, let's call it 21 rand. Yeah, yeah. 19, 20 rand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. During the euphoric times of this poster child for the financial services industry. But no, mm. so it's gone from 20 to 7, let's call it. And now it's up at, uh, what did you say it was? 12? 11, uh, let's call it, uh, yeah, let's call it 12 rand. Look, it's been a wild ride. Mm. But I mean, I must be pointed out as well that it's, um, you know, up 20% year to date at this current level of the closes here. With an all share that's down about five, so it, if you you know you've got to compare apples with apples, and I think it's uh, it's our performance peer group, and it's a good set of numbers. Very good. I shall speak to Magda Vizicka later on this afternoon, and I will report back. Uh, the spot prices are as follows: the dollar rand is 1660 the british pound against the rand is 2116 the euro rand is 1883 and the euro dollar 11355 uh, last night in the united states the dow jones fell by a percent 1.1% the s&p fell by 0.8% and the nasdaq rallied by 0.3% what a surprise this morning the dow jones futures up around about half a percent in the far east tokyo is up very slightly shanghai uh, down 0.4% hang sang is flat and the all share in sydney uh, more or less flat as well gold price not doing very much at all it's up four dollars to 17.18 the platinum price is 8.44 which is up six where's palladium please nick a little bit better, doing uh, $14 up, 0.76% at uh, $1,960 per ounce. What do we have on the dollar front? We've got the FOMC meeting, uh, yeah, that's, that's, or the announcement that's, this evening. That's it? the big data point, yes. It'll be out about, uh, I think it's 8 o'clock tonight. So that's uh, the FOMC, as you said. It's known as the Federal Reserve's Open Market Committee. So they're going to be announcing a decision on interest rates. Uh, and it's followed by a statement. And it's what I've said before. It's what... Uh, we term in the industry as a uh, as a live meeting, so uh-huh. they do take questions. Uh, and there's also um, I see Mr. Powell is also going to be releasing a, a sort of forecast for six months, sort of their idea of the economic outlook as well. So I get it's one of those ones where I think if you if a currency trader, the the rhetoric in the press conference will probably move the market more than the actual uh, uh, announcement because no rate change is expected on on tonight. And then we also have, uh, sorry, before that this afternoon, we have some CPI data as well. Exactly. Uh, that's consumer price inflation for the United States of America. That will be important, actually. Uh, West Texas intermediate mm. crude is down 2.2%. And I'm looking at the graph now on, on my oilprice.com page, and it looks as though it's just about to fall over. But anyway, uh, Brent crude oil is $40.46, which is down one and three quarters of a percent. So both of them um, under pressure, having had a terrific run going up um, two, three times over the last um, six or seven weeks, which is which is good. Uh, what about the JSE this morning? What's the mood? It's uh, a very unconvincing mood. You're not getting these, you know, the volatility seems to have died out the last couple of days after sort of the wild uh, upward moves we had last week. Um, I guess I guess a pause. I'd use it as a bit of a pause. I mean, there's some shares that are trying to edge out again, but the majority of shares on my screen are in the red. Uh, Sassel, obviously, after its wild move upwards, it's, it's down 7% today, 159. Um, but so I think it's almost a pause, and I think you'll find a lot of traders and and investors will probably wait to to hear the press conference from the Fed later. That, as we said, the most important event today. So, a bit of a pause ahead of that, I think. Top five major moves on the upside on my screen. Uh, Equitus is up three point one percent. I don't know why. Ninety one Limited up. Um, let's call it three percent. Cumber Iron Ore up two point four percent, and ninety one PLC 
up 2.3% on the downside. I've got Sassel uh, after a terrific charge over the last few weeks is down 5.8%. Imperial down 3.2%, Redefine 3.2% weaker as well. Adcock Ingram down 2% and Investec Property Fund down nearly 2%. Outside of that, anything that you're looking at? Uh, I was expecting multi-choice uh, are out with earnings at some point today. They haven't mm. come out yet. It's a little bit of a delay. And uh, I think we spoke about it. A couple of uh, sort of traders are interested in how it's doing in this lockdown period. You know, it's not streaming, but it still would have should be a beneficiary of home. So we look waiting for that one. Uh, I mean, nothing really. I think there was, uh, there was a headline number I saw of some of the uh, Senders Health, the old Mark Darling. I see their financial director resigned, but the stock is not even moving. No. So um, other than that, uh, it's going to be – I think it's been one of those days where you sort of sit on your hands today and uh, it's a wait for, for guidance later from offshore. Very good. What are the indices after 50 minutes of trading on the JSC Securities Exchange? So on this Wednesday morning, the indices FTSE is like this. We have it up 0.31% on the JSU All Share. Uh, the top 40 is currently down 0.17% or 80 points. Individual indices are mixed. We have energy shares only up a quarter percent, technology shares up one percent, but the rest of the indices are all down into the red. We have basic materials down 0.1. Financials are leading us lower, down 1.14%. Industrials down 1.37%. And then telecommunication shares, the likes of Vodacom, MTN, that index down 2%. So just a, a very uneventful morning on this Wednesday. Nick, we'll speak later. Thank you very much for your time. That's Nick Kunzer from Sandland Private Wealth. And that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.